Hello, I'm Russ Jones, pastor at Faith Family Worship Center, and this is After the Sermon. Well, welcome to another episode of After the Sermon, the podcast where I share with you practical things you can do to get closer to Christ. Today's podcast is based in the series, which I just ended um, on March 27th, entitled From Stress to Rest. Well, hopefully um, you found some rest during this process that we've been going through. You can look at the whole series on our YouTube channel at FFWC Palm City, or you can go to our website at ffwc.us and uh, experience that for yourself. Now, listen, I'm experiencing some stress, but it's good stress. Easter is coming, April the 17th. I am going to share with you a message that God has laid upon my heart that is really going to have a profound impact upon your life. So I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Remember, we have a new schedule at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Our 11 a.m. is our online service. For those of you who cannot be here in person, please just go to ffwc.us and click on Watch Online and uh, you can join us there. But look forward to that. It's going to be a great day. Invite some friends and family and people. If you hear someone say, I really want to go to church on Easter Sunday, but I don't know where to go. That's your opportunity. Come on, let's go with me. I'll be happy to bring you. And if, by, by the way, if you got friends, some friends who want to go to 9 a.m. and some friends who want to go to 11 a.m., going to church twice on Sunday won't kill you. Just saying. All right. Now let's get into the podcast here for a little bit. One of at one place in my message, I said something like this: "Bless what is available. What do you have that that can be blessed?" Now, in verse eleven of the passage out of uh, John chapter number six, we read, "Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with fish." Now, this is where we get the phrase, little as much in the hands of God. Um, you, you think five loaves and two fishes, and we're going to feed 5,000 men plus their wives and kids? Yeah, there's a little stress for you. I imagine the disciples were sitting there looking at Jesus going, are you kidding me? You're going to do what? Oh, well, this is going to end badly. You know, everything they've done. And, and honestly, our hindsight is twenty twenty when it comes to seeing what Jesus saw and experiencing what the disciples experienced. You have to kind of put them, yourself in their sandals for a moment. If you didn't understand that Jesus was a Messiah or you just understood him to be a powerful and, and great rabbi or something like this, the fact that he says that he's going to feed all these people with a, with a handful of bread and fish uh, probably would, would make you gasp for a moment and go, oh, we're about to get embarrassed. See, what we think and what God thinks, it's two different things. Um, we look at something from our point of view, which is three-dimensional and limited by time. God is not limited by any of those things. He can do whatever he wants. He can suspend the laws of nature. He wrote them. He can do that. He, he can do miracles. 
And oftentimes we allow ourselves to get into a place where we doubt what God is going to do because we frame what God is going to do within our own world. He created it. He can do whatever he wants with it. And when we realize that he is above all of this, Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter number six, that it's your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're asking, Jesus taught us to ask for heaven to come down to earth because it's better, it's bigger. It's, it, it has what we're looking for, what we need. This, all, this world cannot give us what we need. And so we look at the limitations of this world and we think, well, that's just the way it's going to be. And that isn't the way it's going to be if we will give it to God and let him bless it. It's an act of faith to give these kind of things to God. Whatever is stressing you, whatever is stressing you out, give it to God. Whatever is causing anxiety, bless it. Listen, those, those five loaves and two fish was, was causing some anxiety, at least on the part of the disciples. I don't know if any, maybe somebody was within earshot sitting there looking, oh, what is he about to do? Is, is he about to, you, you can imagine the disciples are sitting there and they're, and, and, and these, these fish and, and loaves, you know, show up. I'm, I'm, per, I'm convinced that the disciples who brought those to Jesus said, that's all we got. Um, so here, you know, do the math, figure it out. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. Did the disciples think that Jesus was going to take that and go, oh, you know what? We can't feed these people with this little bit of food. Uh, we have no idea, really. But it just seems that the conversation was trying to go one way, and Jesus was trying to take their faith in a completely different direction. So what is causing stress and anxiety in your life? Have you ever thought about saying, God, this is yours? I can't do anything with it, and I, I and what I have to do something with it is pitiful. It looks like five little itty-bitty fish and a couple of loaves of bread. So whatever you have, give it to God, because little is much. And you say, well, how do you do that, Pastor? Uh, what do you do that? Well, I, you know, I will just take some quiet time to sit down with God and say, hey, here's the deal. Um, I'm in this mess and you know it, and I don't know what to do about it, and you know that too. Here's what I've got, and I don't know what to do with it, and, and you know that. So I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to trust you to guide, lead, direct me, do whatever your will is to get me through this because I can't handle this. You didn't make me or build me in such a way to, to deal with this. Now, one of the things about this passage of Scripture you've got to understand, and, and a lot of people sometimes think Jesus was being mean whenever he did this, but in verse number six it says, he was testing Philip for he already knew what he was going to do. Jesus set the whole thing up. He actually caused the, the situation. He caused the stress. He did this on purpose. 
whether he knew that there were five loaves and two fish out there or somebody was going to have a lunch or whatever the case is, we don't know. We're not exactly sure where he was going with it, but he deliberately did this in order for them to realize that he could do more than they could ask for or imagine. And that's something that we, by faith, have to come to a place to realize is that God can do more with our lives than we can ask for or imagine. And while we want him to bless us and we want him to do great things and and all the rest of this, we have to also understand that the pressure, the stress that we oftentimes will go through for whatever reason will be blessed by him for a purpose and a reason. Now, we turn it over to God and we, we say, God, this is your problem. We're not disowning the problem. We're involving him in it. We're saying, you are a part of this now. I'm not trying to do this by myself. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, God. I need you. So Jesus takes it and he blesses the food. He blessed them with what he had. You say, well, he had five loaves and two fish. Wrong answer. He had faith. That's it. That's all he had was just faith. He took his faith he had in his father to say, here's what I've got, Lord. I bless it to feed these people. You can have the same faith too. Romans 8.11 says, the spirit of the Lord who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. So the same power that Jesus operated in, the same Holy Spirit that descended upon him, the same Father who willed that he would impact the world for him and to show his love and grace and mercy and power and, and, and graciousness and life and love and joy. Okay, the list goes on and on. We get that. Lives in you. What is the purpose of blessing others who cause you stress? Now, before I answer that question, I have seen people who have become bitter and angry against their kids, their spouse, their friends, family, those around them, because those people in their own way, have caused them some kind of stress and anxiety in their life. Now, it's understandable in some situations. People make big mistakes. They ruin their marriage or relationships, or they become addicted to some kind of drug or life-controlling problem that is manipulating and destroying their relationships. Those are understandable, but more time than times than not, I, I see people just getting stressed out about everyday life. Things that just happen. Not really anybody's fault, but yet they take it out on them. You see, the purpose of blessing those who stress you is to forgive them for what they're doing, even though they may very well not even know that they're doing anything. It's you choosing to live in a place of faith rather than in a place of anger. 
We want to control our lives. We want to be able to say things, I have a stress-free life. Never going to happen. I, I want to be happy all the time. Again, it's not going to happen. Life happens. And there are times when we will not be happy. And there's times that we will be stressed. But ranting and raving at the problem doesn't solve anything. Giving it to God and say, here is it, here, here's where I need you right now. I need your wisdom. I need your guidance. I need your help. Will you help me? God always answers that prayer. He will always be there for you. Be gracious to people. Be gracious to what, who they are and what they are doing, even if it stresses you. Because that's what Jesus gave to the people, his faith, generously, enough to be able to feed them all and have leftovers. Now, that's another sermon. Anyhow, I want you to understand that there are things in your life that are going to cause you stress. Bless them. Give it to God and see what he can do with it. Father, I thank you for what you've done for you. Many blessings and I pray that you will pour out your spirit upon your people today, that they will experience the rest that comes from giving you their problems. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said, amen. If you would like to know more about Faith Family Worship Center, please visit the website at ffwc.us. Check out our YouTube channel, FFWC Palm City, and you can also visit my website, russjones.us.